0: I am unashamed. What about you? The uh, uh it was one of them injuries. Uh,
1: We've you lost talk your mind. Phil. You're Phil. feel. Lost uh, in your mind. Yeah. Uh,
2: somebody told me that it doesn't matter what you say if no one hears it.
0: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well. <laughs> I bled I bled for about uh oh have you hurt back
2: on this injury have you hurt Phil, yourself how are you doing
1: yeah
0: I bled
2: for about about three days it may have been that scalding.
0: so that told was. me the wound was a little deeper than I thought yeah could I head.
2: told that story last night to a bunch of guys I was in a card tournament and that's as hard. <laughs> Well, once somebody said, is he okay? And I said, yeah, I've never seen people laugh that hard.
0: Oh, (laughs) I stabbed myself accidentally. Yeah. I can see it, you know, cutting up carrots. Okay, you just nip your finger a little bit. But this was just a straight on yeah, pocket a... knife to the bone. Open it it bone. Shows you how dangerous we are to ourselves. We don't we... sit in a lounge chair <laughs> with a pocket knife open. Just don't do, You'll it. Never do it. It was just on the right. I forgot it was there. Move my leg to mm. you know I'm kinda limber, so I don't uh, my my feet I, I curl my legs up like this. I can uncur- pull them in. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. You, you sit. Uh, I mean, you look,
1: say Indian style? Is I, that fair? I, everybody no, says Indian, Indian style. Nad- Native, Native American.
2: American style. But uh, but I've told this story before. You know, when I was a kid, we used to play that we would throw the knife at each other's feet. We'd, Y'all <laughs> And look, we one of our the, the, the It's like the guy who just always took the wrong end of everything. He was he was. Your neighbors, somewhere down Ken, when he would they would come visit, you know, and uh, he's the same one that had a bike wreck, and he just, oh yeah, went forward between his legs, and it just, it it was almost a career-ending injury. I mean, <laughs> yeah. but we we were throwing them knives, me Willie and and him. His name was Mel. Mel, yeah, and uh, I forgot if I threw it or Willie threw the knife, and it just. It just stuck him right, right between the, toes. <laughs> <laughs> and Willie was like, you lose. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Willie known well, his compassion. One. I mean, what wow. are we, I
1: think
2: back <laughs> on that. As soon the- as
0: I saw the wound with the blood coming out of it, in my mind, I said, that could stand about three to four little <laughs> stitches, tight stitches. Yeah. And, I, and this thing would get well in, you know, a few days. Yeah. But I said, Ah I'll yeah. make it so I stick
1: it in some bowling Imperishable
0: body. Longer, it took me longer to stop the bleeding than I thought. <laughs> so I, and it bled for about two days after that, but it finally got to where it finally closed up. But you know, it it it's it's just a little 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 oh well, all,
1: all I can say is that
0: the wound is kind of open. I'm like. just
1: glad this didn't happen to your wife, our mother, Miss Kay. Oh, you
0: wouldn't no, because we'd be. Enough.
1: It would have been wound care oh, for the next two about? weeks. Well, Phil, you got to look at it, Oxygen uh, chambers. Uh, <laughs> That's
0: right. I mean, she woke Bobo up and he was sleeping soundly, and she said, "Oh, little Bobo," and she just got it right in you know and woke him up. Well, he thought somebody was after him in his dream or something. Yeah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> And about that quick, and her right. lips were just torn yeah. on yeah. the top, the bottom. I mean, you know, He's, stitches. We,
1: unlike you, she went for stitches because she She them.
0: went for she's, she had to she though. Had to. That was a bad deal. She's, she's healed up. That happened at eleven thirty one night. You know, when she was freaking Joe she she just was like you know goodbye, Jojo. But I mean, <laughs> But I mean, it, it was. It was. She was bleeding Good like a stuffed judge. pig. It's dangerous out there.
2: Well, yep. Phil, I've noticed that the older older we get, they become the uh, phrase. In these last days, the imperishable <laughs> body, of the resurrection looms larger.
0: What well, I'm saying is, there, uh, when the time had fully come, Galatians four and all these, you look at them. <laughs> God sent his son, and then the Hebrew writers writing about, you know, in the past, God spoke to the the, the prophets at various times, anyway, but now, in these last days, and then it again, over here, he appeared at the end of the ages, which is what we're looking at, Hebrews chapter eight, I'm just saying, this thing is not gonna keep going, 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 going for, in my opinion, for, for millenniums, I don't think so. Doesn't seem to. I think it's closer than that.
2: Well, there is a lot. Of I could be wrong. On when you see, like on verse two, in these last days, I would say most religious people says, "Well, that's the end of time." Which I've always looked at it like one generation. No matter what you you read, we're 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 in the last days. That's right. Of light, I mean, what's the verse that says we're like a flower that crops up or a great blade of grass? Jesus
0: has come and done His work, and it's been over two thousand years now. Which so it's not going to just keep going into millenniums after millenniums. You could say,
1: so. you know, what does it mean, last days? But your your point is valid. That's it has been two thousand years.
0: That's right. Since, well, we, right since these writings which happened,
2: is confusing to. The non-Christian or or to the one who
1: are, who's seeking a relationship with God, they're like, what, what are you talking
2: about well, it's It was just days like days today. I
1: was reading a tweet today, and and I was reading it, and I thought it was a tweet done today. And it said, you know, we have 11 years left before this happens. And it talked about rising flood tides, and this country was going to go under, and that one, and this one, and it was a lot of disaster. And then the, the at the bottom it said, quote made in 1989. In other words, some— a science person said in 1989, we had 11 years and here's all the stuff is going to happen. Well, that was 22 years ago. It didn't happen. Well, right. But it was such, so what I'm saying is, you know, you got to watch it when you start putting predictions. One thing I know for sure is we don't know when it's going to end. Well, it because, says it's, yeah, it, no. It's
2: that's the one thing like we can't a, know.
0: Like a thief in the night, that means you, you don't know.
2: You don't know. But there is something to be said. We talked about it last podcast, you know, like the last verse in chapter eight. When he says calling this covenant new, because here comes Jesus bringing a new covenant, he has made the first one obsolete. And what is obsolete and aging, well, then he throws in this strange phrase, will soon disappear. So for us, we're looking at it like, well, you had this religion that was birthed by God in Israel, in a nation And I guess the the Mecca Center was the
1: temple at Jerusalem. Correct. And And that's the exact context he's
0: talking about in Hebrews 8,
1: the high priest.
3: Well,
0: you you, you would agree that seemingly big events, biblically speaking, happen roughly every 2,000 years. (laughs) Well, I don't know about that.
1: (laughs) There have been every 2,000 years. a pretty major happening. I agree with that. That's what I'm saying. Because before this, it was when well, the I've first never covenant was made. Before that's when you
0: start seeing the history of human beings. So I mean, from the promised Abraham, I don't know how long it was from there to the law of Moses being given, and from there all the way. Your old roughly, line, says, Jesus is coming.
2: Well, well, I know. Well, what I'm saying is, in four thousand, we're 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 not going to know about that one. We won't. Or or well, I guess we'll. I guess you do have some awareness since you have the Holy Spirit of God. You, you know, I've said that when you die, I do think it's as related to time. I don't think you're, you're sitting around waiting. No, it's not going to be thousands of you. I think it's. I think when you die, the next thing that'll happen in the twinkling of an eye, the resurrection takes that place. That is correct.
0: So, no, you do not have to worry about time. you close your eyes and within seconds you'll open your eyes, and and you're so, back going oh, again. That was quick. Yeah. I mean, no time is passing if you're asleep, dead asleep. Mm-hmm. No time is passing for you. That's why you, when you're sleeping well, you you, you put your head on the pillow. Last night, I, I, I woke up like that. I mean, I put my head down, and I, and I woke up like that. I looked around. I looked over at the clock on the wall. It was five, quarter to five. Because why do you look at the clock? I, I just looked at the clock. and I you, you had have I been, been asleep idea. a minute or oh, have I, I been asleep eight hours? Oh, no. I'd been asleep just seconds ago. Yeah. I just put my head yeah. down on the pillow. I woke up. I said, I looked around. I looked at the <laughs> clock. and said 5, five 15. I said, okay, i am still sleep another hour or two here. <laughs> and oh, I just I, repeated what I just <laughs> did. I, I, my, I went right back to sleep. And it felt like you just. I had my alarm set just in case, but I was waking up before the alarm. But I was basically dead asleep.
1: Yeah, nothing, nothing stirred you. Yeah, I've had a weird problem.
2: Somehow my alarm got changed. I did not just have this song just da 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 da, but somehow I hit a button somewhere, and now it's like twinklies. So my alarm is like
0: twink twinkie, twink, twink, twink.
1: and
2: so it's a strange <laughs> sound. It's
0: like it's so. It's
2: like what is that? And I can't get it back to a song.
0: So mine's, just got little, over. mine's got the little. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you bought yours at an actual
0: store. I have mine as my phone. I shopped around to find a <laughs> oh clock man. that was dated back years. I didn't go this modern day. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. You know, I said, what? Well,
2: yeah, you're a relic, hunter. You're, you're an alarm clock
0: relic, hunter. That's right. You do wind it up too? Nope, it's not that. Oh, you just okay. you just click it on mm. and it. And it'll sit there, and it'll run for about an hour if you don't turn it off. It's just sitting there. <laughs> I'm gonna get
2: you for uh, for Christmas. I'm gonna get you the sand. That you turn over? <laughs> That's
0: right. Let's just go. Y'all say. gave me that. Whatever you do, don't, don't get him Alexa. Him Alexa. <laughs> just yeah. call Alexa. I, that She was good for, to me for about two days. <laughs> the You're Thursday, the only human Alexa, that got I said, into set an, an me argument. Up at 5.30 in the morning, wake me up. She said, I'm sorry, but right now we're having trouble. I said, get this thing out of here. <laughs> She's arguing with me now. I can't do yeah, it. That's what she was saying. I can't wake you up in the morning. Nope. <laughs> you know why? Because
1: you discovered she's an atheist. She didn't yeah. know about the Jesus. Well, the y'all had scene. an
0: argument, and then
2: mistakes were made, and it led to separation Separacy. and eventually a divorce.
0: Yep. Yep. Now she's living down there with Leon. The she husband. was, uh, we call that, this is unashamed. This was unplugged. <laughs> <laughs> no more election. <laughs> I didn't like the way she's talking Alexa anyway. unplugged. Yeah. I didn't like a device there. You know, so, you know, I know when to wake you up. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs>
1: You're way too paranoid for that. Oh, man. <laughs> then, then dad says she asked about Si. He said, how does she know that is my brother? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She asked well, about Si.
0: That's yeah. what dad said. She mentioned Si, <laughs> Silas Robinson. Well, she's getting this from the internet. Yeah, I said, that's her Well, database. Somebody said once you put him on the Alexa-type contraption, you're bugged from that day on on everything yeah, you are. I don't like But the, way the way
2: problem is the internet China. like half the things about me on the internet
1: are false but right. she she has that as truth so she's she's so, Alexa's problem is too much fake news well she's fake just news. she's just gossiping <laughs> about what she's <laughs> hearing. I knew this was going to come down to she was a sinner. She needs <laughs> yeah. to repent is what needs to happen. She well, needs to be baptized. That's right. Somebody you tells her you the a river, story, r- false, you have to make a
2: decision on whether this is a false story or is this true. And she she, she doesn't that.
0: have that, that mechanism. What'd she say? I'm not sure. Well, when I was talking to her about counting time by Jesus, she said, nope, nope. <laughs> I said, that's what I thought. Get her out of here. Atheist. Who did, who did she say I, we we counted time she by? Had, she said, we, we cannot make a comment on that or something. <laughs> you know, it does not compute. I said, who are we counting time by? What year is it in China? She said, 2000, 2022. I said, okay. I said, what about red China, 2022? What about Russia, 2022? I said, so who is it we're counting time by? Why is it two thousand twenty-two years from what, Alexa? You had to argument. That's not with her. Few, not we. Do, we have not to, I said that's what I thought. Blowing smoke again. <laughs> Did she then start into? <laughs> her she st- didn't say. Okay, it's two thousand. <laughs> Did you actually AD. get angry or are you
2: frustrated during this conversation? I just wanted to know what she thought. I <laughs> know. Oh, I was just curious if you actually were. <laughs> she ever that's
0: told good. me she had limitations, and she's the one that I'm gonna depend on to get me up every morning. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did she? Did she ever go into her sixties computer? beep, Usually, when Dad tells about the computer, he goes back to the 1960s supercomputer.
2: That is how it started off. I mean, you remember the AOL? It would do that scream like something's in pain out yeah. in the woods. That's how you it knew your own life. Almost demonic to <laughs> me at that. What point? they called
1: it It was called a dial up. Dial up. You dialed in. Yeah, dial Ring. up. And
0: it was just like a woman screaming.
1: Yep. Should have known right then. That was when Alexa was born.
0: All and one right. of the reasons yeah, I think that it may be sooner than later on the, on the. they said, because ironically, the Hebrew writer wrote down, in the beginning God laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the work of his hands. They'll perish, but you remain. They'll all wear out like a garment. This thing's going to wear out. It, it's going to just, and you think about it, Humans living on it is that is we're up to two thousand probably. I mean, a uh, seven billion. You look around, it'd be thirteen billion, and the planet, according to the Hebrew writer, is in fact going to just wear wear out. Well, it makes perfect sense. I mean, that, that you, you know, how long can you drain it, dredge it, do this and do that, and worry about? it? So the people, you right. The I mean, new it, green deal says no, we'll stop it from from yeah. deteriorating. But God in the Book of Hebrews said no. I'm going to destroy yeah, well, you, you, it. You, you don't even need the Bible to know it. He but. just said it's going to wear out. Let's
1: take a break. One of the things uh, that happens a lot, obviously, to men is that they lose their hair. Get that bald spot going. You notice it in pictures. Sometimes it's embarrassing. And especially if you're a young man uh, and this happens, which happens a lot, of course, with male pattern baldness. And so what we want to do is help you to flip the odds in your favor and save your hair with a product called Keeps keeps has been a very long time sponsor on our podcast and we appreciate him for that. And they know that hair loss can be tough. And so they want to help you not have to shave it off and, and go bald if you don't want to. So they have a clinically proven FDA approved hair treatment. You can get it online. Uh, it helps stimulate hair growth. It takes care of the hair that you have. And they have a keeps physician uh, that's going to help you make sure you find the right safe products for you to use. And also they're available 24 seven. If you have any questions. So, Check them out. No pharmacy visits. Uh, come straight to your house for about half the cost, so it's affordable and doable. Check them out. Keeps.com/slash door, and you're going to get fifty percent off your first order just for being an unashamed listener. That's k e e p s dot com/slash door to save your hair.
0: Which makes sense to
2: me. But he also said he made it. I mean, verse two. That verse, too, when he said, in these last day, he has spoken to us by his son. When you think about words and being educated, yep, books contain words. Words give you a direction to a person. Yep. People speak words. Yep. yep. And he said, he's the final word, and oh, by the way, through whom he made
3: the universe. Yep. And by well, the way. I think that. Yeah, I definitely think he's talking here about what's about to happen in the near future with um, the destruction of not just the temple, but the Levitical priesthood. That's really the case he's been making. So when you get to that, I know we're going to start chapter nine today, but when you get to the end of chapter eight, to Jace's point earlier that he read, it really gives a lot of credibility to that argument when he says, whatever is becoming obsolete, which we know what that is, that's the the old covenant it was the temple it was the tabernacle system it was the levitical priesthood uh, from aaron and it's growing old so it's getting old and it's ready to disappear and just a few short years later the temple in jerusalem was destroyed and the whole levitical priesthood and, and acts of worship and all that it was all destroyed and So he's it's kind of good that he wrote this because it's he's preparing these people for hey, this isn't going to last much longer. Like anybody can
0: research this, uh, that's, anybody could research this and see these what we're covering and it should make sense to them. I mean, they, yeah, they, they know about the destroyed, they know about that. The history records the, the destruction of the temple and the Jewish nations as a people, it records it, but there's still trying to do this today. Wouldn't you agree?
2: Trying I'm to do sure what? I'm sure there's sects of people who are still following that old system.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But... Well, made, you had made the many. point. Um, yeah, you made the point in the previous podcast of how the religious world today, we still struggle with these same... <laughs> we may not be worshiping the the right. temple or but we have our own version of that. Yeah. Oh, at, I agree. I, I,
2: I really believe
3: that it's, it, it's structural, ritualistic. Structural
1: ritualism is what it is. It's 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 the same concept That's based on your performance. Right, and they'll even they'll even use the same terminology. So Sunday becomes Sabbath. You know, I mean, and mm-hmm. and is sacrosanct. You know, I remember even in my lifetime in ministry, like I, I'd say something about playing golf and it's on Sunday, and they're like. You can't play golf on the Sabbath. I was like, "What? Yeah, Sunday's not a. Where did you get that idea?" But so a lot of that's transferred over. They just took that old Judaism, old covenant, and brought it right into the new covenant. Yep. And decided, yeah, we're and you try just... to wear
3: you try to wear a hat in the building or something. And, and, and I mean, I, I, how many times have people you know questioned you guys on how you're dressed in the building as if? Oh, yeah now this is different here you know this is the house of god and we're like no it's really not the house of god it's a it's a brick and mortar building that somebody built i've been
2: confronted numerous times you know what's you know what's crazy is i've done hundreds of speeches in front of people thousands of people and the only time someone has ever said something to me in a negative light has been about what i was wearing or how i look Never about the content of the speech. <laughs> that's
1: right. Just about the look. Yeah, which is
3: I the found,
2: exterior.
1: I found disturbing.
0: We
2: well, it
1: know is it's disturbing. The same thing Paul said. The same thing in Second Corinthians. He said you are judging by mere appearances. In chapter ten, I preached on a Sunday. You know they were more concerned about how he looked, how he spoke when he was there. You know his mm-hmm. style, and he was like, "You're missing the whole point of what this is about." And I would say that's the case as well, but. Well, it's funny, though, when I was in D.C. with Lisa, when she spoke at the big Right to Life, I had never seen that many groups because, you know, I don't Mm. get out a lot in terms of other people's, like, denominations and all this. But, man, I saw more flowing robes and big hats and staffs and rings and major, like, I mean— there's some people that are wearing some very outlandish things out there, uh, you know, that were leaders of these different groups. And I don't even know what they were, but I just, it was kind of shocking to me because, you know, you just don't see that that much. And, but there's some groups that are still, they got, they got the, the same stuff you read about in Exodus, the, mm-hmm. the, the e-pods and the breastplates, and uh, that's all still a thing on the, on the Christianity side. So it's still there. I mean because the problem I have
2: you could take that into you know there's some some groups that they say well, you got to wear your best but you know it's hard to know when especially when you get into fashion that's subjective yeah but but there are groups because I've spoken at them and they're like you're not wearing your best and I'm like well this is all I got <laughs>
1: <laughs> but so you
2: know Technically, what? it would be what what, but my, you, Jason. what what I was gonna finish my thought was though is if everybody looks like a 1960s you know, 70s movie in perfect suit, and I don't know why I'm thinking that. I'm thinking of that old movie where everything looked perfect, you know. But if somebody comes in off the street wearing rags, he would feel— He wouldn't fit in. Yeah, well, you know, what? what is our mission here? Is it to reach other people, or is it to look like a movie?
1: Well, you know what's funny is that now, in our church, there's like one person that still wears dresses like you just described— but I've always said, I want you to keep wearing it because in right. case somebody comes by in a suit, I want them to feel like they'll come right. find you because they'll yeah. now it's such a minority to dress up in the current thing that they don't do that.
2: Well, but, I think. But you know, I one of the reasons, Most Jay, churches, I don't think.
1: Like most of that. One of the reasons that wasn't a problem when you read about in the Bible is everybody wore robes, men and women. Right, right. And I was watching that because Biden went over to Saudi Arabia and they were wearing those robes. And I said, you know, I don't think I would be against, let's, let's go back. I like the idea of, just everybody wears robes. It's more comfortable. Mm. You know, you just, you don't have to worry about button flies and zippers and you know, buttons. It's just just robes. Just everybody Except back the to heat. the woods. It'd
2: probably be pretty it'd hot. be hot. Though. As a man who does a lot of activities outside and in the woods, I think that would be a catch-all. <laughs> and it would be hot.
1: <laughs> well, you that know? is true. You do have a tendency like to catch a lot of critters. Going
2: through a thicket <laughs> in a robe. <laughs> You know what I mean? It'd just be hard to do. You
1: just, you need
0: form-fitting.
1: I guess you had fancy robes. You had casual robes back then. You had, you know, comfort robes. I don't know.
0: Well, we mentioned just, the, just for our study here today, just so you boys will do this food for thought. And girls. You got, you got Luke chapter 1, uh, when the angel appeared to Mary, he said, the power of the Most High, Gabriel, the, an angel, told her this, the little virgin girl, will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, he she t- the, they t- the, the angel tells Mary, uh, is going to have a child in her old age. And she was said to be uh, barren, and uh, she's in her six months. And, and so it's, it's more than you going down here. John the Baptist is going to come too. But anyway, for nothing, he says, is impossible with God. Well, one of the things I noticed in the book of Hebrews, four places, and then we'll cover them as we get to them. One, two, we've already been by. The two that we've gone on by is Hebrews 6, 4. And I'll just cut to the chase. There was a little bit of uh, arguments between us here when we got to this, but Hebrews uh, chapter six, verse four, it's impossible. Here's the first impossible in the book of Hebrews. For those who have once been enlightened, who have tasted the heavenly gift, who have shared in the Holy Spirit, who have uh, tasted the goodness of the word of God and the power of the coming age, if they fall away to be brought back to repentance because to their loss, they're crucifying the son of God all over again, subjected him to public disgrace. I think basically what he's saying is, look, the only thing that you can be told to bring you back is what you already know. Mm -hmm. You already have that information. So the only information I can give you as far as life and immortality is what you've just rejected. Well, it's impossible for them to come back because all you can tell them is what they've already heard and they still turned away. So that's one. Hang Hang on, let's take a break. So
1: our friends at Omega XL, uh, which Dad and I have been taking the product now for over a year, uh, have uh, informed us, let us know that you have 360 joints in your body, which I did not know until we started using this product. So that starts at the vertebrae and goes all the way down to the feet. And as you get older, uh, daily activities, you start having some joint issues. And the reason why is your body produces SPMs when you're young. That keeps those joints healthy as you get older. It doesn't produce as many and so you have a lot of pain what this product does is it helps to rejuvenate your joints and muscles so it helps you move like you were when you were young and there's no doubt it works i can attest to it myself so check them out uh, go to omegaxl.com slash fill and you're going to buy one bottle and then you're going to get a second bottle for free and that's about a two month supply and that's about how long it took for me to get the full effect from the product about 2 months uh and like I said it's been working like a charm ever since that's slash fill or you can call them at 800-844-4888 that's 800-844-4888 or omegaxl.com/fill Go
0: ahead then you got 618 uh which says, when God made the promise to Abraham, I'll bless all nations through you, verse 17, because God wanted to make the unchanging uh, nature of his purpose very clear to the heirs of what was promised. He confirmed it with an oath, how we all came from our father Abraham and how this went down. God did it so that by two unchangeable things in which it's impossible, impossible for God to lie. I like it because everything I read, I believe it to be true. We who have fled to take hold of the whole offered to us may be greatly encouraged. He's going to save us, and he's promised he, he's going to do it with an oath. Then you got 10-4. It's impossible. It, those sacrifices, chapter 10, verse 3, are an annual reminder. This is coming up in the next few days. Reminder of sins because it is impossible. For the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins, so with every one of these, it all affects Jesus. Each one of these promises. The first one, He'll be the Son of God, and He will save the world. And yep, there won't be any sex involved. But with God, nothing's impossible. He can do anything. Well, then you get to the the next level, and you say, okay, if you fall away, what about that? Well, you can't you can't bring you back because you already know about Jesus. It's all about Jesus and your view of him and your allegiance to him or not. So you got 10 4 impossible. And 11, 6 says, simply put, without faith, anyone who comes to Jesus must believe that he exists. It's still about Jesus. First, the one that's going to renounce him. First, how he got here. Then the one that said, well, what if, I, what if I hear that he died for me? <clears throat> I put my faith in him and I've come to him and I'm going to stay the course. He's there to mediate for me, it's all about Jesus. But you turn from that, you say, there's no other way you can get there except through him. So he's in the promise, he said, the promise made is there'll be a Jesus, he'll save you. That's basically what he said on Abraham, I'll bless you. And you're gonna be the heir of many people. Well, so when you get to the last part, 11-6, simple trust and faith you'll be okay. He rewards those who earnestly seek him, seek him. It's impossible to please him without faith. You just have to believe it and move on. So I say in that, as we go forth, it's still all about Jesus from one end to the other. And the Hebrew writer is elaborating. You're not getting out of here without him. So here we are.
1: I like it. <coughs> yeah. And you're right. That's a uh... It'd be interesting, Jace, to look and see sometime if those are all the same word, Greek word.
3: Well, what they're doing? Research that.
0: Y'all are the big time researcher. We'll research that. 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 That's
1: an interesting thought that that it uh, no other book that I know in the Bible mentions mentions that word four times. Me either.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just noticed that, and I said, "Well, good night." If it's impossible, that means. With him, we got to own the others out. All things a, are possible with him. That's a sermon, Mission Impossible.
3: Yeah, that's a sermon. Mission, it'd be, Mission impossible.
1: impossible. Well, and But then ultimately that, it would be possible because God did it.
3: Well, which, I, I've
2: said many times that movie, The Time Creek, which there's a new one coming out, I think. Really? No, I
0: don't know. But they always <laughs> well, when this was written in. to the Hebrews, <laughs> it would be good for them to understand, listen, what you're trying to do without Jesus, it's impossible for you to please God the way you're doing. I mean, you know, all things are possible with him, and it's impossible without him. So, and it all zones in on Jesus, the Son of God, from his birth to his death to his burial, his resurrection to his mediating
2: work. He did throw in the it's impossible for him to lie. But I think that's significant because he said Jesus is basically the final word. I mean, he said that. Yep. He sustains all
0: things by his powerful word. Well, I just he,
3: stuck with the, if,
0: the, the the impossibles with the book of
3: Hebrews. You I know, but yeah, I'm Hebrew, saying Hebrews 6.4, Hebrews 6.18, Hebrews 10.4, 6, Hebrews 11.4. Yep. It's That's all the it. same word.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh,
2: is so that, that, that is the same word. There you go. There you go. But yeah. it is used in different ways. That makes
0: me feel better about being on the side of Jesus, the son of God. What about you, Zach?
3: Oh, absolutely. You know, but, you look at what's going on here and where context is at today, um, going back to our previous discussion, I think it's what you're saying is absolutely true. What they were doing, particularly, or what he's addressing here is the obsession, not the obsession, because this is where, I mean, it wasn't an obsession, but they were focused on the place of where God would come and make his presence known, which was the tabernacle and the temple. And so when he gets, he's given that warning in chat at the end of eight, he said, Hey, that, that, that thing's about to go down. So like, you better, you better jump ship on the new covenant. So when he moves in, why are you there? Hebrew- Zach?
0: Why are you there? Do, do do our modern day Jews, uh, Ben Shapiro, we love them. We love them to death. Our modern day Jews that are, are not believers that Jesus is the son of God, uh, do, are they are they still there? I mean, are, when it comes to the, the 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 temple being destroyed, do they all know historically that that the the downfall of the temple and the destruction and the and the mayhem and the deaths that went on with the, the Titus of the Roman Empire? They they know that, don't they?
3: Well, sure, yeah, sure. They, I mean, yeah, they know that. they know the temple's been destroyed. I don't. I, I would like to know what they would say about this argument in Hebrews that. That that the priesthood is illegitimate because it's not Levitical, yeah. Um, Like I I would love to know the answer to that because I think the argument that the way the Hebrew writer, the way that he constructs his argument is he doesn't appeal to new like new revelation. He appeals to the the actual word of God from the Old Testament that anyone who is a Jew would believe in. He appeals to like we mentioned Jeremiah uh, was the thirty one in the last episode. Yeah, so he's. He's referring to their their own religion and their own prophets. So yeah, I would I would like to know the answer to that too. I don't know how they deal with that. <coughs> when he gets in the when he gets into nine though he's he goes back into the the earthly uh, tabernacle when he says now even the first covenant had regulations of divine worship and and the earthly sanctuary the place for there was a tabernacle prepared. The outer one in which were the lampstands and the table and the sacred bread. This is called the holy place. And, by, and then there's the, another uh, part called the whole, the uh, behind the second veil. There was a tabernacle, which is called the Holy of Holies, having a golden altar of incense and the Ark of the Covenant, which we know what would happen if you touch that. Right. You would die yes. on all sides with gold, in which uh, was a golden jar holding the manna. And Aaron's rod, which budded, and the tables uh, of the covenant, and above it were the cherubim of glory overshadowing the mercy seat. Uh, it's interesting how he ends it. though. he says, "But of all these things, we cannot speak now in detail." In other words, I don't want to. I don't want the bigger point here to get overshadowed by the details. But this is a reality, right? There's this place of worship. That's why I think when he, to your point, when he said, when he ends chapter eight with, it's getting ready to disappear. He immediately goes into what is getting ready to disappear, and it's that temple, that tabernacle, that Levitical priesthood. So I don't know. I don't know how. I don't. I, that'd be interesting to know what, what what someone would say about that. Let's um. Let's take a break.
1: But I've got a guy to ask. <clears throat> we have a one kingdom ambassador in uh, Israel named Joseph Shulam, and I'm going to ask him that question. I'm sending him. An email. I think
0: the catch is Zach. They'll go up through the Old Testament, but they won't jump over. You know, Jesus is coming, as, as Jay says, and they, they they hold on to that. But when he got there, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, whoops, although they were still on the law, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, when that was written, the the, the problem was, they won't jump forward and read the book of Hebrews to see that it was destroyed, although they can check secular history and see that it was destroyed.
3: I think they would Yeah, if, if you were going to have a conversation with someone who um, believed in, in the Old Testament um, but didn't believe in the New Testament, I would think that Hebrews would be the argument that you would use. That's, this that's, would be the argument you would use. Though. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, if, yeah, I think you go in there and... and you know when paul went and preached in different places you know he in acts 17 you know he went to the areopagus where all the more the the uh, Gentile philosophers hung out and they the would great pontificate minds, yeah yeah the great minds so you know he went in there with one kind of, of of presentation remember he said i looked at your objects and i saw one uh that said to an unknown god i'm going to tell you about that god that was one, but then the, when he went to the synagogues, which were the Jewish people, he had a completely different way that he would present and make the case for Christ. But so all of I his think,
0: outreach, all of his outreach to the synagogues, would you agree that most of them, ninety-nine percent of, didn't end end up didn't, didn't end well? I mean, how many times we are you run out and you are beat up beaten up? I mean, he had a lot of trouble. When he went to the synagogue, finally he just said, "You know what? Uh, I'm I'm out of here." Remember that in the Book of Acts.
3: Yeah, but there was—I mean, there—he did reap a harvest too, though, um, along the way. I mean, I think Paul's missionary journeys show how he how the gospel spread as he went and took it to the corners of the earth, you know, and and, and fulfilling the Great Commission. Um, the problem now, though, <clears throat> there's not a temple
1: in Jerusalem, right, Jason? You were the only one out of us that have been there. I mean, there's the site where the old one was. They got the Wailing Wall. Oh yeah, but, it, but it, they it, don't have a modern. Do they have a modern temple in Jerusalem? I know they, there's a mosque there. I mean, the to to a lot of the Islamic that are there. That's their holy no, city. but It's a wall. No, I went to it. Yeah,
2: but it it that but time,
1: it doesn't look like this was described here, right? I mean, that, no. Yeah.
2: But there were places that did in the yeah. general vicinity. Right. I mean, everywhere you go in there, it's. You know, it's deemed holy because of where it's at, and right. yeah, different different ways of expressing that. But that that was the biggest thing I saw was that where well,
0: they put the putting place, those prayers. Did you go to? Yeah, they were doing they, thousands the, of the, prayers. The, the, the all that's left of it is still there. Oh yeah, that wall, and they're sliding their prayers in between the cracks and the in the rocks. I was there. What it looks like? There. Yeah.
2: But they also did it in different places. You know, I mean, everybody. What I notice is everybody claimed
0: this is where something was right. Just so, think about though the, old, the <clears throat> shock of over a thousand years for sure. From there back to when the law was given, and then when the then the, here comes the the temples. Well, just looking at that history, people come become accustomed to that. I can see how it would be a major move to say. That 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 age is over, which is what the Hebrew writer is saying. It, it, it's over.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I, well, that's what I'm saying. It's it's not over. They're, I mean, people. I was there. They they are still. They were putting more. Well, why didn't they rebuild it on the place? You think why didn't well, they rebuild I'm, it? I'm saying they've just, but made the place now almost like another temple. Wherever you go, I mean, these people are passionate.
1: Well, but Jewish history is interesting because I took a course in college of Jewish people through the mid-centuries, you know, like from 1300 up until the current deal. They've only been back in Israel, that one particular spot as a people since 1948. Yeah. That's less than 100 years. That's true. So they were spread out all over the planet. You know, they were in Europe. There was tons of anti-Semitism. It's always been there. Europe is is still rife with it. So it had not even begun to 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 come back together. No, that's what I'm saying. They've been as scat- a nation. They've been scattered for two thousand years. Well, I was years just in gonna
2: say though, whatever I was a part of on that weekend, we 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 went to the people's homes. We did like a four hour, basically felt like a Lord's Supper type of thing. We you know had a meal and they read scriptures like a and. Yeah, we did. We did all. We were our whole group. I mean, it was long. We were there with like thirty-five people in one room. When a couple, they got up. The man would get up, then the woman. The man. They just and it was real beautiful. And I mean, they were tearfully. You know, like half the things they said was not in English, so I have no idea what they were saying. But it sounded great. But <laughs> they were passionately giving it. So then the next night, we all went to the wall with thousands of other people. I mean, there were thousands of people there, and all the men and the women. So they
0: they have just a beaten down trail where you walk up there, I mean, because that much traffic. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, we just went in.
2: We all went in. You you. What's What's interesting is they had like a metal detector you had to go through because I guess they didn't. They were trying to keep anything bad from happening, but there were thousands. So all the women, it was like a. It's like oh kind of it felt like if you just drove by and look you would think it was like a folks festival cuz all they were doing dances at first and everybody was happy and and uh just doing dances and there were different chants and and prayers and then it kind of got more serious without there was nobody like in charge with an MC it just evolved I mean we were there for hours and then people eventually went to that temple that wall and that's where they were emotional. They were, you know, hollering out. And I mean,
1: I was, I was probably weren't crazy about y'all being like tourists and stuff. Probably no, not too not,
2: crazy. No, no, it was no problem at all. Oh, really?
1: They, uh, <coughs> no. Hmm. I mean, I was
2: called brother a couple times. Yeah. That's the only word I understood. <laughs> brother. Brother. Because <laughs> I was just like, I'm going to just go to the wall. Just I mean, I'm, I'm not sure when I'll be back. So let me. Well, get, getting But getting to the wall
1: was a problem. <laughs> yeah. That's where everybody let's, wound up. Let's take another break. Hmm. But it's interesting because the reason all this is interesting to us, because a lot of people say, well, why do you even care about all that? But Jerusalem was the also the temple courts were the birthplace to Christianity. <laughs> I mean – when the church first started meeting, yeah. guess where they were? Right here. So I mean it is it started right there. It's our birthright. I mean, right, to me know? the
2: bigger problem what he's addressing in Hebrews is I mean, these people were being persecuted. It, it was hard. This was this was a hard journey. I mean, we're gonna get into that in chapter ten, you know, and even eleven, he makes references of it in twelve, but and so early on he said when he says because there's something that Zach said that made me think when he said obsessed, maybe I shouldn't say obsessed, but I remember studying the original language in that chapter 2 when it says we must pay more careful attention to verse 1. I don't know what your translation says. uh, What we've heard. but, But I remember that pay more careful attention, that doesn't seem like a very strong statement, but when I looked at the original Greek, it was something along the lines of furiously obsessed. Yeah, it it was way more intense than what you think of. We must pay more careful attention, therefore, to what we've heard, so that we don't drift away. And because what yeah. happened was they they had drifted, just like people do today. This is the commonality I see. We're seeing people the hear Jesus. We're
0: seeing the results uh, of what that text says.
2: People hear Jesus and they surrender. They give their life to Jesus. And then all of a sudden they're like, well, this is, this is hard. This is, well, I mean, well, uh, this is not easy. And, and even suffering may happen or persecution or they may not get a job promotion. And so what happens? Well, they start drifting away from Jesus because it was kind of like they had this idea in their mind that, oh, God gave me Jesus and I'm going to take him, take him into my life. Kind of like my personal assistant. And. We're gonna have a great life, and I think this is the same thing was happening here. Because when you get to the end, it's all this suffering, and I know what happens when people are persecuted and they suffer. They, they, they don't want to do that. They don't like pain. Yeah, and uh, that's why the whole chapter, you know, twelve when you get into discipline and all. But I, I so. that's when
1: you know something's real.
2: Well, right, because then that's why he said, for if the message spoken by angels was binding." I mean, so we're going back to this old law. I mean, this is early on, but I mean, I think chapters one and two, you have to keep going back there to remember the big picture was you don't want to drift away from Jesus. You don't want to be the person in the audience saying, well, look, I've heard the gospel, I got that. Yeah. No, you've got to be, your daily life has to be furiously obsessed with that. That, that is the, the life. You're never to gonna the, to move the, away from Jesus saying, oh, I, I got that figured out. Cause plus, he's they, you need being. to
0: remind them, the Corinthians had had to be reminded that, no, you, what you are is ambassadors through whom God yeah. operates. Yeah. Ambassadors representing God. He's making his appeal through your life. Yeah, and it may be uncomfortable
2: for you and filled yeah. with persecution, and you look, you may die because of it, yeah. physically. What are you saying? Though? Yeah,
3: think about. I was thinking of an, uh, last episode. i mentioned the word sanctification, and you had Jace. You had the three appearances of past, present, and future. Yeah. You think about the term. If you think about the term salvation, salvation, biblical salvation. Like if you say the word, like like what does it mean to be saved? Biblically, it's not a one time event. I mean, justification is a one time event, but that's your past. where you were saved from the. The penalty of sin, but then there's this thing called sanctification, which is that—that's the thing when you just say, "Oh, I'm, I've heard the gospel. I'm good. I can move on now." That, like, that's not—that's not what we're called to. You know, we're not called to hear the gospel and then just move on. We're called to hear the gospel, come to Christ, be, get, find our justification through Him, but then we're called to be sanctified, which is a what Francis Schaeffer would say that moment by moment. Uh, being saved from the power or the grip of sin over your life. And I think that's a whole lot about what Hebrews is moving into as well, because they were so focused on that one time deal, but they kept having to come back over and over to, 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 to renew that, that, that getting right thing. Yeah. And this point is it's bigger than that. It's bigger and it's bigger and it's accomplished through Jesus. Uh, sanctification and future would be glorification that we're free from the, from the presence of sin, which is our, our, it's like any
2: relationship. That's why marriage is the best. That's why he chose these marriage as the, the illustration and the father, son, daughter relationship. Cause you think about it. Why, what's the key to those relationships? I mean, I was, I was an idiot when I got married. I thought she was going to do everything I said and that we were going to live happily ever after. Well, (laughs) But well, what I'm saying, what makes this a relationship, is is the difficulty and the you know the no, I'm not doing. I don't agree with that. And I don't, Well, you think if our relationship with God in Jesus, when well, you st- as you read and you study and you do things that are wrong and contrary to the character of your who you're having your relationship with, well, you have the same feeling. You you you're upset. You're you feel guilty. You don't want to do what he says, but you know he's right, and you see the consequences of that. I mean, in any relationship, you have to have that. Is what I'm saying. Well, thank and That's you. what people don't want. It's it's a lot easier just to go do a ritual and then go live, you know, however the heck you want to live. Yep. But this daily prep, living in God's presence,
1: it can be convicted. Well, that's and that's really the whole point of where we're this chapters because. You have to understand, he's talking about the where that they worship, the how, which we hadn't read yet. And also, but what you get to-
0: Regulations for
1: worship. Right. The the key is the why. Because if you, Jason, to use your illustration, if you were married, but you only came together with your wife once a year, and even then it was mystical and fearful and you weren't sure about it, what was going to happen. And then you say, all right, see you next year. I mean, yeah, that exactly. wouldn't be much of a relationship, right?
2: That's my right? point. And, but,
3: but but think about this: the 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 answer, the why, you, the the most important part is in the, the main point of the Book of Hebrews is the who yeah, and who. The who. Oh, that's where I was getting there's, to. Is
2: there's, that? There, no doubt about that. But that's but you got to remember they're sitting there hearing this stuff. They're even like what I just read about that. The if the message of the angels is binding, well, it takes them back to Mount Sinai and you know, and then he makes the point, how shall we escape if we ignore such great salvation that's in Jesus? But you got to remember when he's throwing around statements like, let's fix our eyes on Jesus back under their system and what gave them the law, there's a fiery cloud coming around. And if you, if you look upon the glory of God, you died. You'd just be a, It'd burn your eyes out. It'd be something off of a bad horror movie. They were trembling and, in fear. Well, yeah, and all of a sudden you're introducing all these ideas about you're going to fix your eyes on Jesus, which is why he did it. It's like you, it, God has come up with a way to have a relationship with him. It, that's why he said in these last days spoken, the pieces were the prophets, but the, the Jesus is the puzzle. This is how I'm going to speak to you. You can fix your eyes on him. Well, that to them was like the craziest thing. You would never look upon God. I mean, He can't be God because, and I think that's that's you know what you have to get your head around that this awesome God who made the universe and is so big that we can't wrap our head around, He come up with a way to have this relationship in something, and that's why that third appearing in Hebrews nine. Where it said, "He will appear to us." in the actual Greek word there is that we can put our eyes on him. Right. Well, what a <clears throat> what a concept. That's why the Second Corinthians three says that about with unveiled faces. He right. took it away. We're gonna see. We can live and see and exist with God as a normal relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I just think as human beings we struggle with that. No, We'd rather so. just have the ritual. I'd rather be scared to death, going there with my head down do
1: what I got to do and then get out of (laughs) here and do the least. That's right. All right. We're out of time. We'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about this in, in overtime. That was quick. Thanks for listening to the unashamed podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes and don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube and be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes and for even more content that you won't get anywhere else.